Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad you're back with me and I hope you guys are having a great day, whatever you're doing. Maybe you're doing laundry, maybe you're doing dishes. Maybe you're, I don't know, just driving in the car with your kiddos and uh, whatever it is you're doing, thank you for spending time with us. I tell you all the time, we are so honored and grateful because you could be listening to thousands and thousands of other podcasts and it truly is an honor to be on this side of the microphone and this side of the camera um, talking with you. I wish we could be doing this in person, uh, but this is the next best thing. So we are back with John Stamper. He is the author of Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education. You guys, this is a fantastic book. And we're kind of talking through these issues um, this week. So uh, we're gonna talk more about that today. But before we do, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program that you don't have to teach, they'll do it all for you. Visit ctcmath.com and try them out. You can try them out for free, ctcmath.com. Well, John, welcome back. Um, thank you for being with me this week. Uh, that was, uh, if you guys missed Monday's episode, go back and listen. He has a pretty incredible story about how his family got started homeschooling, how his parents started. And <laughs> it's so funny thinking about those talk shows. And I know that they still go on every once in a while. I forget where he was somewhere. Um, we don't have cable in our home. So I was somewhere else and the Drew Barrymore show came on and I was like, like the garbage hasn't changed. It is just yeah. straight up garbage. And I, I cannot wrap my mind around people just sitting and watching those binge watching talk shows all day long. Um, but I guess, I don't know. You have, yeah, you're not homeschooling wild. your kids. I don't know. They're, they're, they are entertaining, I will say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, well, let's talk about um, a, a little bit about your book, but I want to talk about how you, in, in the book, and I think you said it was maybe somewhere around chapter eight, where yeah. you bring attention to Marxism and even communism and how they yeah. were related to what you witnessed in the public school. And you got a little bit deep into that in episode one on Monday. Um, yeah. Talk about that. Right. So I, I believe it is chapter eight in my book, but I talk about the rise of Marxism and communism in the 20th century, you know, the USSR and Germany and China, et cetera. Um, and there are, believe it or not, many parallels between the education systems in those countries and those regimes mm-hmm. and our own education system here in America, just parallels. So, you know, education is very powerful. You know, we've accomplished wonderful things through education, but also great evils, you know, have come through the education yeah. system. Um, so history, we should always learn from history and use it like a roadmap. You know, throughout the Bible, God admonishes parents and grandparents to teach their children about, you know, how God delivered them and, you know, the wonderful works of God, and we should pass these lessons down. So history is very important. And, you know, we can look at the stops throughout history, like a roadmap and, and learn what happened, what they tried and what they learned and what worked and what didn't work. So we can recognize parallels, like I mentioned, between our education system right now here in America and those of the past. All right. Now, I'm not here to label anyone you know, you're Hitler, you're this, you're that. My my whole point is just to share this information, see the parallels, identify it and say, hey, whoa, this is not good. We should not be on this path. Mm-hmm. Let's change course, okay? So some of those parallels that I point out between, you, you know, the USSR under Lenin, Germany under Hitler, communist China under Mao, Cambodia under Pol Pot, you know, North Korea and the Kims. So here are some of the similarities general similarities. Um, They all had an absence of the Bible and biblical values. Mm -hmm. That's one. 
Two, education was politicized, meaning activism was the focus, politics was the focus, academics were kind of pushed to the side. Three is revisionism, the history was being changed. Number four, parents and families were undermined. And number five is society was just divided as a whole, oppressor versus oppressed, privileged versus marginalized. I just talked about that mm -hmm. from some of my trainings. Yeah. So I'll give you a couple examples of each, just a few. So for the absence of the Bible, Marxism itself is an atheist ideology. Karl Marx uh, was quoted by saying, my objective in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. That was Karl Marx. Lenin removed Bibles from schools, and Mao and the Kim family both portrayed themselves as gods, right? So they corrupt, you know, the biblical model is corrupted. So in America, Bibles were once the principal text, but as I discussed mm -hmm. in my hometown, they're removed. You know, we don't see yeah. that anymore in America. So there's a removal of biblical values. Second, the or education is politicized, meaning activism is encouraged, politics are encouraged, and academics are neglected. So the Soviet Union under Lenin, they focused on collectivism and playing your role in society. Lenin tried to politicize education as young as possible. He said that kindergarten classes were the sprouts of communism. That's how important wow. politics were in the young ages of school. Pol Pot in uh, Cambodia rewarded teachers for promoting communism. Anyone who questioned it, they were labeled as traitors or oppressors. Um, revisionism, so like the changing of the country's history. Get this one, in 1967, Mao in China shut down schools and colleges during a cultural revolution. Sounds kind of familiar to maybe what we've gone through recently. While schools were shut down, he did a number of things. First of all, he trained teachers. Trained them on what? To implement a new curriculum that emphasizes activism and politics. So we should start to see some parallels between yeah. that education system and our own. Now in North Korea, I mean, they teach that countries like America, the capitalist countries, that we are responsible for the problems of society and all the poverty in the world, right? So there's like this revisionism of history, changing history. Um, parents and the family being undermined. I think this is a really big topic in America right now. Very, mm -hmm. very important parents being undermined in school board meetings and you know what kids are being taught in schools. Hitler said in Nazi Germany that if the older generation cannot get accustomed to us, we shall take their children away from them and rear them as needful to the fatherland. So there's this like moral, you know, this perceived uh, moral obligation to teach children about things. And if the parents, if they agree, great, but if the parents don't agree, we're going to do it anyway because we're gonna you know, teach them what's needful to the fatherland sort of you know, mindset, where there's just the undermining of parents and family. Um, Mao, Mao was an open Marxist and uh, he was very anti-family. So he viewed families as oppressive toward the lower class, similar to what I talked about in the intersecting identities graphic, where if you own a home, you're oppressive, Yeah. right? Um, you know, Mao even went so far as to remove kitchens from homes to try to destroy family bonds. You know, adults were made to work, so um, children were often raised in like daycares. Right? Families were kind of forced to eat in cafeterias just to remove family ties, right? Mm -hmm. Finally, the last parallel I talk about is society being divided, which we can, I think, easily see in politics or culture. We have a divided society. 
And that's one of the hallmarks of Marxism, you know, disrupting systems or institutions such as the family and labeling people as, you know, oppressive or privileged. Um, you know, the Nazi propaganda machine, which included the education system, they demonized the Jews, right? Mao of communist China, he used to be the head of propaganda where he would demonize, villainize his political opponents, right? So I was taught in my trainings, I talked about in my own trainings, and I was taught of privileged identities and tactics of abuse. So the point is learning from history, identifying parallels, where this kind of stuff has happened before, how it played out then and there, and what we can learn from that. That's my whole point of talking about this and yeah. writing about this in my book is just to say, hey, hey, this is not good. These things are not good. It hasn't worked before. It's very destructive. And we individually, as a family, as a, you know, a town, a society, should change course immediately. If we recognize these parallels, we should be alarmed. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. interesting as we look back into history and see history repeating itself, right? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we just, you just think, did we not learn the first time? Right. Um, you know, when COVID came and we saw churches shutting down and kids coming home and just all the indoctrination that was going on, not in the schools, but with people through the media, um, it was so shocking to me that, you know, people telling on their neighbors and people yelling at people for not wearing masks and stuff. And I was like, are we, are we in Nazi Germany yeah. again? I mean, like, this is insane. I can't believe people are actually playing along with this. Yeah. Uh, but I think so much of it is because people just simply don't know their history or yeah. they forget their history. They forget yeah. what it produced. And, uh, and, and, you know, as we look through scripture, I mean, we look back at the Israelites and see all the times that they disobeyed God and what their punishment was. And then the times when they obeyed God and, and people who, you know, you look at the Esthers and the Daniels of the Bible and their obedience to the Lord and how the Lord blessed them through that. And you just yeah. think, let's be that. <laughs> let's do that instead. Because um, the alternative is not where we want to go. It's not what we want to be as a society and as family. So let's talk more about that, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. It's hard sometimes to look at history and think of all the things that have gone wrong, right? But as we talked about before the break, there are so many things that have gone right in history and so many people that we can use as examples in history. I, I'm reading right now, it's, it's always on the forefront of my mind because I'm reading another book uh, by Corey Ten Boom. Um, and it's yeah. the, her, the Five Silent Years um, of Corey Ten Boom. And uh, she's the most fascinating person to me. Like, I cannot wait to meet Corey Ten Boom yeah. when I get to heaven. I mean, she is my hero. People ask, you know, if you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be? Mine would be Esther and Corey Ten Boom. <laughs> yeah. um, those two women, because they were so, like, they just 
stood on their conviction and they allowed the Lord to use them to impact and change history um, in, in different ways. Um, and so there are so many things that I think as we think through history that are encouraging as well. As you're looking at you know, how we, we're looking at Marxism and communism and how that really has destroyed a lot of societies. And of course, we're trying to bring that into America. And, and you know, that's not what we want for our nation. It's not what we want for our children. What are What's some encouragement that you can bring on the other side of that? It's so easy to get weighed down and bogged down with so many problems, you know, going on in our, our world, in our society. Um, but it is important, especially as Christians, to have an encouraging message. And as Christians, we do have the encouraging message, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you're a believer, if you've spent any time living for the Lord, certainly he's done something for you. He saved you, first of all, but certainly he's delivered uh, in a time of need. So we know that there is an encouragement um, that we can hold on to in the Lord. So the scripture that I'm reminded of, it's a very popular scripture, uh, is Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 7. And this is kind of like what education should look like um, from the get-go, right? Of course, we're going to get into, you know, math and things like that and science, but the education that God touches on in the Bible is between parents and their children. And he says in verse five of Deuteronomy chapter six, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words, these words which I command you this day shall be on your heart. And you shall teach them diligently unto your children. Teach what diligently? the words which I command you this day. And he said, you shall talk of them when you sit down in the house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. So that's all the time and everywhere you go. You should be talking to your children about the commandments of the Lord, right? Um, and then so, you know, I encourage you guys to remember that and to do that and just to always have praise on your lips when it comes to the Lord and when you're in front of your children. You know, I talked earlier about how I always remember what my parents did and why yeah. they did it. And parents matter. What you do matters. What you say matters, but why you do it matters. So, you know, it's really important to model praising the Lord in front of your kids and, you know, to model um, going through a difficulty in life, but being a faithful child of God, model that for your children. So it is a difficult time, I think, collectively that we're all going through in the country. But as Christians, you know, we're, we're to be light and salt in the world. So what an opportunity to be an example for your own family, your own children, but you know, onlookers, your colleagues, your coworkers, um, what an opportunity to be a light in the darkness. Uh, so I just encourage everyone to hold on to God's word, stay in his word. And you know, the word he gives me one day, he'll give you something different. And the word of God is inexhaustible. And it's amazing mm -hmm. how God uses the word. He'll use a single scripture, yeah. a million different ways to a million different people as only he can do it, you know? So uh, it's a beautiful thing. And that's my major encouragement right there is, you know, hold on to the Lord and stay as close to him as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. That is so important. And, you know, you were talking before about how our system, you know, the, our, our government undermines a parent's authority yeah. um, in the lives of their kids. And I think that's one of the most important parts of homeschooling and taking on that responsibility to educate our kids and to disciple their hearts is that we're not saying, okay, government, you're in charge of our kids, you're in charge of their hearts and their education and their academics yeah. and all of the discipleship of our kids, because our kids are being discipled somewhere, I yeah. mean, whether they're being discipled by us or mm -hmm. by this, the school system. Um, and so parents just not 
know, releasing that to someone else, but saying, you know, we're going to take responsibility for that. We are going to teach them the way of the Lord. Um, yeah. and, and we're going to teach them truth. We're going to teach them history as it actually is yeah. uh, the good, the bad and the ugly. Right. And, um, and we're going to love our kids through this and we're going to train them up to be warriors um, and you know, for this next generation. And so such great stuff. Well, we're out of time, but we're going to come back tomorrow, talk a little bit more about all this stuff. Um, John, I forgot to ask you this, I think at the end of the last episode, but where can people find out more about you and your book and uh, all the things that you have going on? Sure. So there are kind of three main things that you should know about me. One, um, I just authored this book. You can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on masterbooks.com. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go through masterbooks, uh, masterbooks.com backslash conflicted. Uh, second, I do instruct um, a handful of online courses through the Masterbooks Academy. You can find some online homeschool courses. It's a um, Christian homeschool provider and uh, you can find my courses there. And then finally, I do um, host a a podcast called The State of State Schools, where I just kind of give a recap of what's happening in education uh, during the week from my perspective, from a Christian perspective. And I deal a lot with a lot of the same topics that are in my book. So those are the main three things. You can find that podcast on Spotify, um, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. We'll put links to all those things. What courses do you teach through Masterbooks? Um, I have three different courses out right now. Uh, one is a strength and conditioning course for kind of high schoolers, um, an introduction to geocaching, which is a nine week oh, wow. course, great for summer. And then I have a PE courses for four different grade levels, K through eight, um, kind of broken up for, uh, you know, the grade levels and those are full year courses. Okay. The, P- the PE and strength and conditioning will get you through a full school year. Um, so it's like three separate topics. Yeah. But the PE is broken up into four different courses. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. so fun. I've not heard of anybody doing that through an online course. That's super fun. Right. And yeah. I love that it's through Master Books. They're a great organization. So I agree. Uh, great ministry. So cool. Well, we'll put all those links in the show notes. We always try to make it really easy for our listeners so they don't have to go searching for all the things. So we'll put links to all those things in the show notes for you guys. Um, stay tuned to the very end to hear a clip from uh, tomorrow's episode and what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. If the Lord puts it on your heart to help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked financially, you can go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com and click the donate here button. Um, and if you would pray for us, we would love that. Uh, we, it, Ministry is hard. Ministry is sometimes really hard, um, especially when we are, this is our full-time ministry as a family. Um, and so sometimes it can be really, really hard. It's exciting um, and not anything we ever want to give up, um, but sometimes it can just be difficult. Um, for us. So we would love it if you guys would just pray for us, pray for the Lord's strength over our family and his protection over us and pray that he would continue to equip us so that we can continue to equip you. We love you guys. You can find all things at schoolhouserocked.com. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. My dad was an iron worker. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. 
They felt unequipped to teach four children at home. They had never done anything like that. They felt insufficient, right? But it was just on the promise of God and you know being obedient to His word. They took that step. So that's really the, the difference maker, and that's something that the world doesn't have. And the lost, they don't have that reassurance from the Lord. And that's something that you know we can we can tell the world, like, hey, there's a God who loves you, who's going to provide for you, who loves you and wants to protect you, and you know, and wants to bless you. So we can show the world that there is this positive alternative, you know, to the public school model, which is not working. 